This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't get this one. I don't get it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. John Morant. What he's doing right now is he is flushing it down the toilet. I don't get it. I don't understand it. The Rich Eisen Show. It's a damn shame. Like, you can't tell your friend we've got to separate right now. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Lewis Riddick. Coming up, senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Uh, Yes. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We've had a lot of fun so far. If you missed any of the first two hours where Lewis Riddick joined us to talk some football, I also gave a top five likeliest new NFL playoff teams in 2023 list. We also chopped up uh, Aaron Judge looking askance uh, into the Yankee dugout last night. Again, um, a lot of people think that maybe he was looking for a sign or maybe he's cheating. Uh, All he was doing was he heard some chirping from the dugout is what he said. And apparently the chirping was the, the, the Yankees were talking about how Chris Brockman was identified as an actor in Kevin Rahm's uh, Celebrity <laughs> Golf Tournament booklet. Maybe that's what they were chirping about. Maybe. Well, anyway, if you missed any of it, we re-air right here on the Roku channel. There's also our podcast. There's all of our social media feeds. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's dangerous. You can go down a wormhole. Lots of videos come at you fast. And we greatly appreciate everyone's patronage, subscriptions, and um, sharing and all that good stuff. Joining us here now, atop of hour number three, as we get set for a Western Conference Finals tonight between the Lakers and the Nuggets, the Celtics and the Heat go at it tomorrow night. So much happening off the court in the NBA as well to help us make heads or tails of it all. Senior NBA writer from The Athletic, Sam Amick, back here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Sam? Rich, doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Let's jump right into what happened in Philadelphia. Why did Doc Rivers get bounced? Sam? Well, I mean, you got, to me, two layers to it. You've got, you know, the incredibly disappointing finish season. It, it felt for the first time in a little while in the Joel Embiid era that they might have what it took to take this thing a little deeper. And so game six, heartache, you know, you're up late. Uh, you lose a game like that. That, you know, that can get any coach fired when you lose game seven the way that they did. But I think the more nuanced, you know, story here is, you know, all the questions that they now face in the summertime, James Harden specifically with his free agency. You know, I definitely thought going into this summer that uh, unless they won a title, the idea of James, you know, coming back and wanting to play for Doc was unlikely. So I think that is playing a part. And then you also have to remember, you go back to when Daryl Morey was hired by Philly in uh, late October of 2020. He, you know, he got hired 25 days after Doc got hired and it was always a little strange the timing of it and they made it work during their time together and it seemed to be a good relationship but you know daryl never hired his own coach and now daryl doesn't want to lose james harden so you think this is a keep harden maneuver and thus what does that inform us about the next coach do you think it could i don't have total clarity on what direction they're going to go but you know, the, the threat of James going to Houston is very real in free agency. And, um, you know, the idea that you then, you know, you have to take every attempt to, to give him what he wants to keep him, I think that's part of the calculus. Now, the, the natural counter to that is, wait a minute, you have the reigning MVP on your team. Like, this is not the old Houston Rockets days where you, you set everything up the way James wants it. And that's where I, you know, if I'm handicapping it, I – 
I probably don't think that James is back. I, I don't know if it'll be Houston. I think it very possibly could be. But we'll see what happens. Sam Amick of The Athletic here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, obviously, also what could lead to uh, everything that happened in Philadelphia is the fact that uh, there's a ton of coaching candidates that are out there and um, they might already be talking to other teams. So if you're thinking of doing it, you might as well do it quickly, uh, as Philadelphia did. Monty Williams is part of this mix. Why was the... Why, why was Monty Williams? Why is Monty Williams even out there? Let me just give you a simple question. Why? Why did the Suns do what yeah. they did with Monty Williams, Sam? I mean, Rich, to me, it's, it's crazy. I don't. I don't remember a time when we saw new owners just coming in flexing like they have in recent NBA history. And I think that's the biggest reason that Monty is is on the market now. Matt Ishbia buys the Suns. Um, you know, said all the right things in his early press conferences about you know, trusting his people and, and not taking over. And that didn't last very long. He's taken over. And, uh, you know, he, he came in and I'm not sure what James Jones' future in that front office holds, and, you know, but with Bonnie, two terrible endings to the last two playoffs um, and, and an owner who clearly just wants to put his stamp on this group. I'm surprised because I thought the relationship between Monty and Kevin Durant would hold more weight. That was a major reason that, Kevin wanted to come to Phoenix, um, but you know we saw this with the Timberwolves when they got bought by a new ownership group. They went out and traded for Rudy Gobert because you want to do something splashy. Uh, you know Milwaukee has a change in part of their ownership, and they are suddenly firing Mike Budenholzer. Uh, there's a lot of this going around right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my gosh, the the three teams with the most wins over the last three years, Bucks and Sixers and Suns just all fired their coaches. Frank Vogel's in the mix for Philadelphia job, as he's mentioned to be. We all know he won the bubble year as the head coach of the Lakers. Nick Nurse um, won with the Raptors. He's free now. He might be in this mix for all these jobs. It's, why do you Why do you think we're seeing all this, Sam? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because we debate the value of the regular season, partly because of load management, partly because of ring culture. And I, I don't know, I think that's part of it, is the idea that all of a sudden owners specifically are, you know, like they are looking at the playoffs and they're looking at the ultimate goal as the end-all, be-all. And in, in a weird sort of way, it might be a testament to the talent level within the league where you have so many programs where they feel so confident about the level of talent of their players and they think they should be raising that trophy at the end of the year. They, they seem to forget that it's, you know, one out of 30 every single time. Um, and, and when they fall short, the, the heads roll. But, uh, it is crazy to see this many high-caliber coaches on the market. Um, you know, it's kind of a field day for any team with a vacancy right now. Well, I, I just don't – it's so rare, uh, Sam Amick of The Athletic here – it, normally, when a coach gets fired, it, it, you know, they're in the lottery, right? I mean, like, that's the way it would go. Or any other sport. Coach gets fired, it's because they need a quarterback. Co- manager gets fired in baseball, it's because uh, the team has just been stinking. That usually is the case. Uh, but in the NBA, one the job just opened today has the reigning MVP. One open last week has another MVP. Uh, and one opened in between them has Kevin Durant, who's got, you know, all the accolades and MVPs uh, in the finals galore. Uh, And Booker, I mean, 
these are some serious gigs here. Which which do you think and, is going to wind up being the most uh, desirable in your estimation? Well, to, to finish real briefly, sure. Rich, your son's point, you know, you get fired as Monty Williams. You didn't have your Hall of Fame point guard. You didn't have, you know, your impactful big man. Um, yeah, he had all kinds of reasons to feel fine about losing that series, and he's still on the outs. Um, as far as the vacancies and most attractive, you know, I'm tempted to say inevitably going to come with questions about Jonathan's future in Milwaukee. Um, so, you know, he's got a decent runway there, a couple years left on his deal, but extension possibilities nearing. Uh, but, you know, as far as attaching yourself to a guy who is as great as they come, uh, I think that's a pretty good recruiting chip. Um, the Sun situation is tricky because Devin Booker is elite. He's become one of those guys. And Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, but he's still not a young man, and he's still close to Achilles Kevin Durant. And you have to figure out what to do with Chris Paul, whose contract is only half guaranteed for next season. And, and more to the, you know, kind of holistically, they don't have a lot of avenues to add depth this summer. So that, that job to me would, would be a little bit uh, worrisome in that regard. Uh, you know, in Philly, Philly is going to be, to me, you know, I talked to somebody earlier today about the Mike Tony possibility, and I just think it's going to have, it's going to have, you know, Daryl Morey's fingerprints all over it, uh, and, and I don't know if it's going to be as open as they make it appear, and we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, a lot of good jobs with, with a lot of ton of expectations that come with them. Sam Amick, the senior NBA writer from The Athletic, a couple more minutes left with him. Crystal Ball, what happens in Golden State now? What happens? There. I'm a little surprised, Rich. They, uh, I didn't think we'd have this much clarity this quickly in the offseason about the, the way they were going to take things. I mean, they're clearly going to run it back with their core. And they have gone from trying to operate on two timelines and, and have the old and the young meet at the perfect you know, pitch point to make it work. And, and that plan fell apart. James Wiseman gets traded. Jordan Poole is struggling. Jonathan Kaminga can't get on the floor. You know, some good minutes from Moses Moody, but by and large, they, they've swung and missed on a lot of their young players. And then they look at the old heads, Steph and Clay and Draymond, and they feel pretty good about the state of their respective games. Um, I don't know. To me, their ceiling, even if they do this, their ceiling is, is definitely lower than it was before. I think they can still win a lot of games. I think they need to do something in the summer if they want to truly be title contenders again. Uh, but, you know, Draymond has got a player option this summer. And both sides are making it seem somewhat inevitable that they find a middle ground on a multi-year deal. Clay Thompson can have an extension this summer. He's got one year left on his deal. Uh, you know, he's not going to get the max that he certainly wants. Probably not even close to it, but I think something probably gets done there. And, uh, and you know, the dynasty core is going to keep seeing if they can do it. And then crystal ball for me, what happens with Morant, John Morant? And the Grizzlies have, have said that he's suspended at the moment. But I imagine um, the league is going to step in, and potentially soon. Uh, they might not want to stomp on their NBA finals, but something's got to get right. done, uh, I, I would think, sooner rather than later. But maybe I'm wrong. I'll give you the floor, Sam. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about the timing. I, I do think they might have a, a, a window here where they would be excused for taking their time, partly for business purposes, like you said keep the focus on the playoffs also because there's just no pressing issue about regular season games just yet. I'd be pretty stunned if they didn't come down pretty hard on Ja on this one. And I, I feel like this is one of those where 
uh, this is hopefully this parallel lands. But you know, when Draymond Green uh, during that game against the Kings in the first round uh, stomped on Sabonis' chest and then had a lot of antics with the crowd, you know, he did that with Adam Silver in the audience in Sacramento, and I always felt like that was risky business because from a human standpoint, you got to be careful to not embarrass the commissioner. And and Adam, I, you know, I don't know if that's what happened, but that was my read of it. Potentially. Now, if you look at Ja, this feels like, you know, if you're Adam Silver, you, you kind of put your neck out for Ja before. You gave him a pretty light discipline on the first Instagram Live gun video, eight games, but it was really two by the time the verdict came down. Uh, you know, pretty soft. And then it, you, less than two months, you're doing the same thing again. And, and I think making Adam and the league look really bad in the process. You know, I wrote a column yesterday pretty tough on job, pretty tough on the league, pretty tough on the Grizzlies. It's always telling to me when you write something like that and you don't get any pushback at all. And I think they know, you know, how serious this is. And, and I think the decision discipline-wise is going to reflect that. Well, just, to, I guess, to tag team on top of your analogy to the Draymond Green suspension, and obviously we're talking about apples and oranges in regards to the reasons for the suspension, but he, in the statement from the NBA, just called it up. They said the suspension was based in part of Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. So if history is being brought into it, the recent history right. of him of him getting suspended for a similar offense and a similar way of being caught with a gun, although that one was in in the public's domain in in, a, in Colorado with different gun laws, I imagine. That, uh, yeah. that he gets suspended for that, and he may help us to Jalen Rose and also to, I imagine, the league. Uh, and then this happens now. That that has to factor into the league's thinking about what, what their punishment might be, Sam, I would think. One, 100%, absolutely, Rich. And the thing is, too, and these are, to be very fair from a legal standpoint, these are allegations. But as you know, you're also talking about several other instances where the presence of a gun was alleged. Uh, the, the fight that he got into at his house uh, with the 17-year-old basketball player who was there to play a pickup game, you know, and he's been sued in that situation. Um, you have the shoe store incident where his mother had a hard time with somebody at the store and John, some other people allegedly showed up um, and, and threatened that man. You just, for the NBA's purposes, um, it, it's just bad business. It's headline after headline with a guy who was, you know, the number one up-and-coming kind of American-born star, uh, making them looked at at every turn, that context, to your point, is going to factor in. Last one for you, Sam. Uh, Let's talk about the Final Four here, Um, the conference finals that begin tonight uh, in Denver and then tomorrow in Boston. So so, uh, many great stories about their journeys to this spot. Celtics with a you know a uh, uh, head coaching change that shocked everybody. The Heat being the eighth seed and then technically being lucky to even be that. The Lakers are clearly a story unto themselves for many reasons. And then you've got the Nuggets being the one seed in the West actually doing what they did to get there by dispatching the Suns with Durant. Which one do you think could spike a basketball, if you will? I know you don't hang banners at this point. But which one do you think can, can, can hold their chest out the most to say this was an incredible uh, result to get to this point, Sam? To get to this point or to get the job done all the way? I got to get to this point even, just like right now, yeah. that, 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 to get here. Oh, I think it's, you know? 
think it's Miami. It's close between Miami and the Lakers. You know, the Nuggets are doing what they're supposed to do. And same thing for the Celtics. I think that uh, the Lakers can puff their chest, but the unique part of their story, of course, is that you really revamped your team at the trade deadline, and, and good on you for doing it. it. It worked fantastically, but it's a different group. What strikes me about the Heat is it's really, you know, you hear all the time about Heat culture, and sometimes people roll their eyes at it because it's tired and talked about so often. But they're showing, again, how real it is, you know, to win the types of series and the games that they have with, you know, Tyler Hero being out, losing guys left and right. Um, this is a, a Heat team that underwhelmed all regular season long. I remember I caught up with them early in the regular season. I think they were and I actually had really enjoyable conversations with, like, all their people guys. Jimmy, you know, all of them. I think Tyler, too. And, like, Jimmy that night, because he's Jimmy and this is how he rolls, had said, and so, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically we're winning the effing championship. Like, we are. And I'm, you know, I just walked away that night going, this guy's something else. Like, it doesn't matter how bad it looks. He's always wired that way. And you can call him crazy at the moment, and now I don't think they're going to win the chip, but to get to the conference finals is remarkable. And it's all born out of the way they compete, the way they train, the way they they, they run their whole operation. So for me, it'd probably be Miami. And then butterflies tonight, huh? With the with the uh, the lottery. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Right. It'll be fun, man. It, yeah, absolutely. Kid. I mean, we we didn't see tanking that we thought we would see, mm-hmm. and you know, and and we still have all these scenarios in play where you know teams that that didn't sell out to get the guy might get them. Uh, it'll be fun. It's been a long time since we we had a player like this. Uh, on the edge of joining the league that was going to make such an impact. Well, Sam, uh, I've got a, a bag full of ping pong balls here, and if you can hear it in the microphone, we're about to do our own lottery. I'll let you know the result. If you want to break that news, <laughs> you know, I'll let you know. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, there we go. Uh, the NBA you know, got us. As you know. Goes to David Stern. You can take yeah. it down. As you know. I was literally 10 seconds before to say goodbye. Like, if I didn't make the joke with the ping pong you balls, I would just say goodbye and I'd be yeah, out. Now. As you know. You're, you're, you want to text Sam right upset. now? And I am going to text you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to have closure. <laughs> Call him back. Feel free when Susie's sitting in this chair tomorrow when I uh, go through. Uh, what is the genesis of this yeah. with you? What is? With the, the needing closure or the accidental hang up you know, and whatnot. I don't know. I just need closure. It dry, like this is, it, you know, it's not clean. It's not a clean break. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you made it 17 minutes. I did. No, trust yeah. me. It's like, yeah, exactly. I, we, we were we were getting to it. I was just being uh, cheeky. Yep. And instead, you, it cost me. He's driving around Denver, you know, trying, like, to, get, oh, trying hey, to get lunch. I just wanted to say goodbye to Rich, too. Or yeah. is he just like, ah, eh, <laughs> thanks for having me on. You just Tom Telesco. Yeah, you got Telesco. I was like, <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> it's now like, called being telescoed. Telescoed. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. The verb. <laughs> I went too long. Rich. All right, it's my fault. <laughs> now this segment's going on too long because of that happening. All right, here's what's happening. Set up. Set up the rest of the hour. Yeah. I've got ping pong balls. Doesn't really That's the that, point. Now it sounds like ping pong balls. When you shook it the first time, yeah. it doesn't look like we're going to do the lottery. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I have We're going to get you I set. I have codes. You've got codes. I've codes. got ping pong balls. And we 
are going to run the lottery. Del Tufo's got music. He's so excited for that. He actually did work. That's coming up. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Okay, we're about to set you up for tonight's draft lottery. Oh, yeah. All right, hold on a second. We're going to give you soup to nuts how to get ready for tonight's draft lottery. I believe 8 Eastern time on the worldwide leader in sports before game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Nuggets and... The Lakers. Now, first things first. We need to get the name of the kid that everybody is hoping to win the rights to draft tonight. Okay, his <laughs> name is Victor Wembanyama. The thing that really is getting people confused is there's an M, there's an N, and then there's an M at the end. Yeah, Wemben. So you hear in the Wembanyama, <laughs> you're hearing a lot of stuff. Oh. It's Wembanyama. Wemby. You can say everyone knows it's Wemby. <laughs> He's Wemby, damn it. He is tall and He's seemingly Wemby. very <laughs> live, flexible. Wembanyama. Crown That's Vic. how you pronounce his name, Wembanyama. I think the Bon is what. It's the Bon. It's the well, again because yeah. you think that that could be the M words. Wen Wembanyana, yes. like you know what I mean. Like you're mixing it all up. No, it's Wembanyama. And it's just like, can't it be a Jack Smith who's first overall here? There's an antenna Embiid. There's two eyes in Embiid. Jokic. 
You know? Zion. Now it's... Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Zion. Zion. I'm yeah. glad this is Zion Williamson. That yeah. was one, easy. One name. Zion. Zion. Well, this is Wembanyama. Okay? That's where it is. All right, let's go. It's number one. Hold on. Number two. Oh. Number two. I'm excited. Yeah. There are people who are representing the teams. You know, I'm, I'm into this sort of thing. We just showed radio audience to our... Roku Channel crowd, a video of Jamie Gertz appearing on this program after she was a surprise representative on behalf of the Hawks. Her husband is a part owner of the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Remember Mallory Edens showed up, the daughter of Wes Edens? Who's that? Okay, yeah. that? okay. As if you didn't follow her on Instagram the night the night she appeared on behalf of the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so you never know who's showing up to represent the teams. And the thing is, they used to be there as the as the envelopes were revealed. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is back in the day when they had envelopes. They took out. I think they David s- Stern would sit there and smile like Vanna White. Oh, you know, and, and the- pull and and, yeah. and here's number eight, team number eight. It's big smile on his face. Hey. It was a very rabbinical way of doing things. I don't know. Rabbinical. Rabbinical. Yeah, yeah, I can say that. I can say that. Rabbinical. I you can't. Up. So let me just. So I've got the list here. Detroit Pistons will be represented tonight by Ben Wallace. Big Ben Wallace. Hey, hey, Hall of Famer. Uh, the Rockets getting right in with uh, Ime Udoka. Throw him right out there. Why not? Good thing the Celtics aren't in the lottery for many reasons. Uh, you know who's representing the Spurs? The team owner, Peter J. Holt. He's like, I'm. Peter J. Holt. Sounds like he owns a mansion and a yacht. I want to greet this kid right? if we win. Right? Elmer J. Fudd, a millionaire, right, Mike? Elmer J. Fudd. Uh, you focus, Mike. Focus. He owns focus. a mansion and a yacht. Come on. I know where you're going. Charlotte Hornets are sending the rookie guard Mark Williams up there. Former All-Star Brandon Roy is representing the Blazers. Nice. Ooh, Logan Roy. Jamal Mosley, the head coach of the uh, Magic. Sticking him out there. Representing the Indiana Pacers, all right. Tyrese Halliburton, an all-star. There we go. Great last name. The Wizards head coach, Wes Unsell Jr., will represent the Wizards. The Jazz, who tanked by half measure this year. <laughs> Didn't go all the way. Colin Sexton, their guard, will be there. Dallas Mavericks general manager, Nico Harrison. Zooming in on his face as somebody comes up from 11, 12, 13, or 14 to win a lottery oh, spot so the Knicks get his first-round draft choice. Zoom right in on his face. <laughs> Tanks for nothing. <laughs> That's part of tonight's drama, by the way. Rookie guard Dalen Terry will represent the Chicago Bulls. Nick Collison. Hey. Do you know he's a current scout of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Nice. He'll be there. I thought he still played. Toronto Raptors general manager Bobby Webster and the Pelicans. Good luck, Horseshoe himself. Half, half Vice President David Griffin. Half a percent. If there's anybody that's going to win Victor <laughs> Wembanyama with half a percent, it's David Griffin. You and I both know that. Half a percent, man. Chip in a chair. So he's got a chip in a chair. That's the information you need to know prior to tonight's draft lottery and prior to the Rich Eisen Show mock draft lottery. Please understand this. What we're about to do is not the real draft lottery. (laughs) No, it's not. I don't want to hear from the NBA or ESPN like, hey, Rich, what are you doing? 
So understand, if you're watching on the Roku channel or you're listening wherever you're listening, what you're about to witness is not the real NBA draft lottery, although we have set it up in similar fashion. By what I mean by similar? <laughs> well, I mean. I've got ping pong balls. Yes, we've got. You hear it? Hold on. I hear him. The yeah, audio executive was stomping on my unnatural sound. Yes, I like that. Now I got it. Now I can use that. Good Just foley. Talked right through. You did some good foley, Richard. Here we go. It's in yeah. a bag. If we hear. Him. Uh, He's still think, talking could through. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if the NBA actually had like a? <laughs> could a you bag? just do it once with, with silence in the room? A focaccia bag. I want rich like this. All right. So we've got ping pong balls. Fourteen of them, because there are fourteen teams involved, and they're numbered one through fourteen. <laughs> I will draw four That's of smart. them. I, mean. I will draw four of them. Hold on. I got pieces of paper around here. Oh my! God. I will draw four of them. Draw four. And there are 1,001 possible four-number combinations. Set me up with music now, Mike. Now I need the music. This is dramatic. This is the 1,001 four-number combinations. Each combination has been assigned to a team based on their designated (laughs) odds of winning the first overall pick. And there they are up on the screen. The Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs are in the spots with the most impressive odds 14% chance of winning the draft lottery by getting, they have 14% of the four number combinations. So, you know, about 140 each. The Hornets, 12.5% of the combinations. 10.5% of the combinations go to the Trailblazers. Magic, 9%, and so on and so forth. I will say that we did rehearse this prior to the show. And Mike Hoskins, who bought the ping pong balls and numbered them and gave Chris Brockman about a 10-page booklet of all the combinations and printed out the logos of all 14 teams involved, he ran this last night. The Trailblazers won both of our rehearsals. Now it's time, though. Ready? Now I need better music. Oh, man, this is going to determine my so fandom excited. for the next and that's decade the one and a half. Get thing. ready, TJ. Is that TJ, go. who's sick of the Clippers and Sixers, sick ripping his hearts out. You, tonight, will now become a newfound fan of the team that drafts first overall and takes Big Vic from, from I, Paris. I, I've been on his bandwagon right. for two years now. Here we go. Come on. I'm going to shake him up one more time. Shake, shake him up, shake him up, shake him up, shake him up. Wow. <laughs> We didn't even rehearse that. That'd be great if Mark Tatum did that tonight with a smile on his face. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> All right, the seven. first number. Come on, Rich. Is seven. Oh. Seven. Lucky number seven. 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 All right. Seven. Seven. Eleven. Seven out. Pull back right here, seven so you can see back. it on the desk. Heads up, seven up. By the way, do you think that the uh, NBA will use something with duct tape not. tonight? Like we did. Next number is five. Ooh, five. five. Jackson five. five. Oh wait a minute. Five, Next number is five. Hold on a minute. Let me stick it there. Let me get to the five page. Just there in case. you go. It's falling apart. Next number is 13. Ooh. 13. Lucky oh, number 13. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Next number. Final number is. Oh, it's important. 11. Oh. 11. So 5, 7, 11, and 13 are the numbers. Chris Brockman, okay. do you have the corresponding team? 5, five 7, seven 11, 11, 13. You I'm have so the nervous. code. Who wins the Rich Eisen Show mock NBA draft lottery? TJ's new team. We have a new team for TJ Jefferson to root for and the team that will... With the first overall pick. Yes. 
in the 2023 NBA draft. The Washington oh! Wizards. Oh! Select Victor Wambanyama. And how many, what percentage do they have? Put that up on the screen if you don't mind the once again. Wizards. The Wizards. The Wizards had a, what, 5% chance? 6.7% 6. chance wow. of winning the draft lottery. And you just saw us do that. Wow. And very on the Rich Eisen show. So, hey. All right. You know, you heard about uh, an American in Paris. <laughs> uh, Parisians coming to the American <laughs> capital. Yeah. Wow. All right. According to our mock draft, Victor Wembanyama. There you go. He gets to go to D.C. and see how this country's run. And the first, the first thing, the first thing he's going to do when he gets to D.C., if mm-hmm. he gets to D.C., is say, got to change the commander's name. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. What kind of food is he going to be? The having? Wizards are 12 to 1 to have the number one pick tonight. Wow. Okay. 12 to 1. All right. There you go. Just shows you how, how it's done. You choose the ping pong ball. Now, what they do is they... First, pick the ping pong balls for the first round pick. Then the second, uh, first, second overall pick. Then the third overall pick. Then they, I think, tell everybody, go back out of the room. We're going to look at the corresponding codes and we'll let you know. And then, I don't know. And then they reveal it three, two, and one, right? And then they take a break. How are they going to do this tonight? No, they're They're going to go 14. They go 14 first. And then they start at the bottom and then... You know, because they know when somebody what, when somebody's out of order, right, you know that they've popped up. To you the, know the predictive right. order. So when someone who's ever picking tenth is suddenly not at tenth, oh, they have got a top three pick. And if that happens, again beneath the Mavericks, then the Knicks get the Mavericks first round pick because it's only top ten protected. And then they sat everybody and created the big to do for nothing in the final weekend of the season. Imagine if the Knicks get, get Wemby. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, you, I mean that can you would, imagine? I don't think the Knicks are the Knicks aren't in the mix to get Wemby. Oh, it's protected. Yes, oh, they yeah, would, they'd have to give that. They, up. They, then it would just be they'd pick eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, or fourteenth overall. Oh, the Knicks can't get Wemby. They can't just come back in. There's no there's no ex post facto tanking. Got it. <laughs> you got to tank in real time. So there you have it. Bradley Bill's dancing right now. He's happy. I will say, though, we've run it three times now. And none of the 14% teams that had the top three worst records in the NBA won this lottery. We do it again? Let's do it again real quick. All right, you want to do it again? Yeah, yeah I mean, what, what else we got to do? do, do? We we do? One day. more time. Get the music ready. Get the music. Let's do it again. Blazers twice and now Wizards. The Wizards. This is fun. This is All right, here we go. I'm going to mix up the ping pong balls one more time. Mike Hoskins and I went through. Okay, here we go. First number again. Let's just run it one more time. Run it one more time. Run it one more time. Here we go. First number is four. 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 Of course, this means nothing to us until we can. Four. But you just find the page. Well, I got to get to the four page. Real yeah, quick. Four page. Four page. <laughs> Fantastic. Four. four. The also, four the number. That Chris Brockman will be screaming at the unsuspecting crowd Four. watching him play golf. <laughs> you know how terrified I am of hitting someone? The ROM Invitational. <laughs> Here we go. Next number is 10. Ooh, 10. 410. 410. 420. 410. Well, this is a bad system. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hoskins, his whole thing, and I'm yeah, screwing it up. Okay, next number. <laughs> 
Next number is 11. Ooh, or 10, Ooh, 11. I'm going okay. In, I'm going in uh, actual order oh, here. Oh, my goodness. 4, 10, 11. 12. Let's just take 12. Oh, Chris. This Ooh. seems like next number is 5. Four, five, ten, and eleven. Four, five, ten, eleven. Four, five, ten, eleven. Take out the cards. Can I take a guess? Can I take a guess? Yeah, you can. Cause go ahead. I'm gonna say the Orlando Magic. Four, five, ten, eleven. Oh, the first pick. The first overall pick. The Indiana Pacers. We have run this four times. Select Victor Wembanyama. We've run this four times and it still hasn't been. Oh no! We lost the ball. <laughs> Stray ball. <laughs> know, this segment was going on. Really? Ten overboard. I mean, what 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 percentage was the Pacers? Hoskins, just say in my ear real quick. The bag stuck on the chair. <laughs> Six point eight percent. This is wild. Pacers 12 to 1. It's literally stuck on the chair wheel. All right, here we go. Detroit are not here we go. Next one. Oh, you're cheating. We can't say it about I'm not cheating. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, here we go. This is so good. Last one. Six. Six. Dr. J's number. This is the way it's the, done, by the way. They're going to the choose ping pong balls or they're going to come out. Six the bag won't be janky and stuck to the chair of the wheel. It just went over it. <laughs> won't roll off the table either. You know, Mark Tatum's not going to chase off to the. Tenth ping pong ball that just rolled up to 14's the next number. What, 14? Oh, 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 1. 1. 1. 1. Alright, hold on. So it's 1, 6, 10, 14. Ooh, 10 again. Oh, 1, okay. 6, 10, 14. 1. 1, 6, 10, 14. Six, Again, 10. this is the fifth time we've done this. Two rehearsals, three now on the air. Not once have the Spurs or... Probably... The, the, not one the of the, rockets, the Spurs, Rockets, the, or, Blazers, or, the, the Blazers, yeah, or the, the Pistons. Blazers. Gone ahead Rockets. and won. 1, 6, 10, 14. Not one of the three teams with the best odds won it yet. I think that's going to change. With the first overall pick, Adam Chudwin and the Chicago Bulls! They like a 1% chance or something like that. Put that one up. Put, that, put up the odds one more time there. A 1.8% folks, I'm telling you, a 1.8% <laughs> chance wow. winning team just won the draft lottery so on the Rich Eisenhower. Sorry. By the way, that would give the Knicks the Mavericks pick. Yeah, because the, the, the Bulls jump. Oh, my goodness. And the Bulls pick goes to the Magic if it's not in the top four. Bulls go from 11 to, to 1. Wow. That would be Unbelievable a major tonight. moment tonight. Wow. And again, you just saw how it's done. There's 14 ping pong balls, four come out of the chute, and that code corresponds to something that's been attached to a team. And 1.4% of the possible out of 1,001 codes attached to the Bulls. And if it comes up 1-6-10-14 tonight, Victor Wembanyama is going to Chicago. Bulls 45 to 1 to get the number. That just happened. That's nuts. Good stuff, guys. Well done. Great segment. Great job, Hoskins. By the way, Hoskins is staying up all night, you know, (laughs) with a Sharpie and ping pong balls and and codes, arts and crafting, (laughs) team logos. Well done, Hoskins. That's Emmy. Emmy. That's it. This is why we're going to New York.
Now, somebody got to come over here and help get this bag off the wheel of my chair because it's stuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll take a break. Joe Burrow has spoken about his hey. contract. Oh. Let's hit that as we go out. The gate. And Del Tufo found new music for the show. I he you, Mike. <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. How am I doing, by the way, today? With, With just what? in general. Oh, I just think, as a host, I think good. Yeah, thank I mean, you. You use the big I'm, word. I'm on, I'm on a liquid diet. Oh, oh okay. I'm yeah. prepping. Got it. Gotcha. I don't care. I'll share this. You okay. know, I'm a man of 53 years old. You gotta get a colonoscopy. You yeah. gotta make sure that you are healthy. Yep. And that's what I am doing tomorrow. That is why Susie will be sitting here. I believe for her guests, uh, she's Deshaun Foster in studio. Nice. Um, she covered him. Um, when he was at UCLA, mm-hmm. prior to him becoming a Carolina Panther Super Bowl participant, and he's coming in studio. Shaquille O'Neal will be calling into tomorrow's program, scheduled to appear, and I will be scheduled to appear uh, somewhere else. Uh, Moon River, dude. Moon. I, I am. I mean, it's going to be. I'm. I haven't eaten anything in a while. Yeah. So I think I'm doing pretty well. Good job. Doing pretty well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so that's tomorrow's show. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. But let's uh, let's uh, to play us out today. Let's play us out. Look, Joey Burt. Jalen Hurts hit it contractually. Hit it, and we said at the time, right? Eric DeCosta, the general manager of the Baltimore Ravens, trying to figure out what's going on with Lamar Jackson. Rick Dalton, Jeff. There it is, pointing <laughs> at the screen, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's it. That's Take the that contract. One. That That's the answer. Give me that one. Within, what, 10 days, Lamar signed that contract plus a little bit more? Pretty much the same deal, yeah. Just plus it up a little bit? Yeah, I think there were guarantees for injury and whatnot. Whatever. So, yeah. Different strokes, different teams, different strokes. Yeah. Different pen strokes. So that's why going first helps. Remember we had Tom Telesco on? Helps for the team. Last Well, it helps for the team, yeah. Yeah. Right. Player, not so much. Take your time. See who else is going. Patrick Mahomes deal looks like great for the Chiefs. That's why Tom Telesco of the Chargers came on the program and said, you know, we'd like to get it done sooner, but didn't want to call out his quarterback, Justin Herbert, because that's the other guy that's left. Herbert and Burrow. Don't forget, the Cincinnati Bengals were one of the last teams to sell the naming rights to this stadium. Yeah, they knew. Mike Brown knew. Pay core. Yeah. <laughs> because they had to pay Joe. <laughs> yeah. And so the question is, how much? Lamar's contract is that's now the floor, right? Daniel Jones ain't the floor. It's Lamar's contract that's the floor. 
So Joe Burrow, who's, by the way, showed up to training camp yoked, right? Yeah. Um, he spoke today about his contract situation. You know, I'm involved. That's, you know, it's in the works. That's uh, not really something that I like to play out in, in, in the media. That's something just the way I think they want to do business. I want to do business. We prefer to keep that between us. Okay. Involved in the works. He's getting done soon. He's getting paid. Question is, is he, does he go before Herbert or does Herbert go before him? And he is, is he the perfect Bengal or what? He's, he's awesome. from Ohio. He's changed the culture. Yeah, he's he's changing the culture. He's a leader. He's just, you know, I want to keep it quiet. The Bengals are like the ultimate. Keep it quiet. You know, their owner shows up to all these owner meetings, keeps it quiet. He abstains most of the time like Al Davis used to do. He keeps it quiet. Joe keeps it quiet until it's time to play. Then he kind of keeps it quiet as well. So and then lets his play do the talking, and his play does the talking very loudly. So he's like Swayze and Roadhouse. Oh. It'd be nice until it's time to not be And nice. he's just a great guy. You remember during his Heisman Trophy speech, he talked about his charity and raising money uh, for hungry kids and whatever. He, he just announced yep. recently that his chair foundation, they were taking applications for mental health and families who needed it. They couldn't decide on one, so they just decided to pay for all 20. They received 20 applications. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, they received 20 applications from uh. families who, who needed help. They couldn't decide on one family, decided to give it to all 20. He's just the best dude. <laughs> a dream come true for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is what you hope for when you draft somebody. And then you just got to pay for them, and uh, it's gonna, that'll get done. Herbert will get done. It's going to get done. And the question is, is how will the AFC be undone by Joe Burrow? Unbelievable. I said they're going to dance on the, the elf man in week one in Cleveland. That caught the attention got, of some people in that part of Ohio. Uh, you know what? Or Jason Fellows. I, 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 that's one of the one of the beautiful mysteries when division opponents face one another. That um, they've had Burrow's number. Well, Burrow's searching for his number with his team right now, and uh, it will get done. I like it that he says he's involved. That's uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd stay out of it. <laughs> Last thing you want to hear is, well, Joe, that one time where you missed a receiver in like week four, yeah, you know, that first year, I don't know. I don't think you even made it to week four. My point is I'm, I'm always, I'm always high on the Bengals and the fact that you, you and I both know as long as he, he, the most true statement that people thought was braggadociousness of last year, the window's always open as long as I'm here. Is what Joe Burrow said Pretty about awesome. the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. and I'm, I, you know, with all due respect to Boomer Sison, I don't remember ever Cincinnati Bengal quarterback saying that, and we were all like, "Oh, you're right, yeah, you're right." Carson, same thing. Mm. Good show. Congratulations to the Chicago Bulls, Indiana Pacers, and Washington Wizards. They all won the mock Rich Eisen show. What if that is some order of the top three? What if we hit uh, of all the three? draft lottery. What if we hit well, all three teams? What we did was we actually—that's the way it's done—is that they're going to they're going to pick the, the top three, right? 
Like that could be that could be the top three. We showed we did three times, and not once did the teams with the best odds win it. So that's could happen tonight. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. Susie will be here. I will be making sure I am a healthy man, so I can be back here for many, many moons to come. Go get him, Rich. Uh, what am I getting? Uh, oh, I know what I'm getting. <laughs> the heck of a night. <laughs> 